and welcome to Becoming an Artist Creative Secrets Revealed. Today I'm going to be speaking to the wonderful Becky Blair who is a painter and artist based in Brighton UK and we have a wonderful chat about all sorts of things including what creativity is and how you can balance um, being creative and also selling your work in the world and making and being able to pay your mortgage <laughs> by selling paintings. So we, we have all sorts of chats and if you and we talk about Becky's journey as well. And if you want to download her exact steps, her path to becoming a painter, please go to becominganartist.co.uk and also don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you're watching or listening this to this on. I uh, hope you enjoy it and take care. I'm here with Becky Blair, who is a professional artist, mainly creating large artworks on canvas using paint, glazes, drawing and printing techniques. She uses vivid colours and inspiration from her travels to create beautiful scenes and dreamlike reflections. Her work is highly sought after in the UK and internationally, and she can be found working away in her studio in the Phoenix Gallery in Brighton. How long have you been there now? It's a cool space, oh, isn't it? It's a really great studio. I'm so lucky. Um, yeah. yeah. Since about 2003. Wow. So 20, so that's 20 years. <laughs> that's yeah. 20 years. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like, there's a really great community in that gallery, isn't there? There's lots of artists. It's well, there's a lot of us. So there's um, yeah. plenty of other people to kind of, you know, chat to and just who understands what it is to be self-employed artist Absolutely. making stuff alone <laughs> the lonely pursuit yeah <laughs> yeah well not it's not like you know I think yeah it's it's definitely a community it's just maybe not yeah. as groovy as it you might imagine that to be you know we're all, we're all quite solitary people we don't yeah we we you need to be on your own to get your Scrolling work scrolling away and then, yeah. and then you kind of come out like and little hutches and um, <laughs> you know occasionally <laughs> hang out in the we always have a good Christmas party though that's that's yeah oh here. that's good yeah and you have it the is... open studios and stuff where everyone kind of shows their yeah. work as well yeah. which is really cool some amazing love people there I do love it I do love being there yeah it's it's hard it's in demand isn't it there's lots of there's a big waiting list and stuff yeah they're really I mean they've reworked how they open up uh for new um bringing in new people and it's always evolving and and they are really aware of the wait time and they don't want that to be the case they want it to be more of a fast yeah I suppose it's just the way it is people don't want to leave like you've been there 20 years you don't, you don't yeah and leave, I'm, so. not, I'm not I still feel like a newbie so that sort of gives you an idea some people have been there since the very beginning wow when was yeah. the beginning then like 30 um, I don't know exact dates but I know that they it was squatted first it was a squatted oh, wow, space okay. and then they got funding through the national lottery to oh, take fantastic. it on so yeah it's really cool it's got cool beginnings and um, yeah that's that is really cool and like some uh, of the people who work in the office have been there since the beginning oh, which brilliant. is great yeah it's a lovely space it's very it's great it's a very people orientated place so it, they do really listen to what we need and keep it real oh and that's great corporate money churning yeah or anything it's the danger of of these things isn't it yeah especially in central brighton with that kind of location yeah absolutely yeah. so i want to talk about you and your story and how you got started and progressed so uh, can i can we go right back to the beginning and talk about i guess you liked art as a kid at school yeah um, I, re I really loved being creative um making yeah. things um my both well my dad was creative as well and my stepdad so I was sort of surrounded by it um in different ways and um yeah I actually thought I wanted to be a hairdresser that was my first sort of thought <laughs> yeah that's like super thing. creative and really and working with people but, but totally hilarious because I am so bad at doing my own hair like <laughs> I can't even use hair straighteners <laughs> Honestly, like if I'd been a hairdresser my career would have been short Okay. Um, <laughs> so glad, like, glad you didn't go down that route. Then. I don't have the, that, those skills at all. I don't know. I think I just liked looking at fashion. So yeah, yeah 
I've always been interested in that sort of um, <clears throat> in it to some extent, and um, and art just seemed like my favourite subject. It was where I was happiest, and yeah. But ironically, well, weirdly. I was doing art at GCSE level. It was the first year that did GCSEs, and um, I was given a predicted D in art. Right. <laughs> my mum just went, this isn't good enough. And it was one of those just, you know, little kind of oversights, I think. I was just always put in with the naughty kids and people not okay. concentrating, always given the supply teacher. And um, sort of fell through the gaps a little bit. And my mum went in and just bollocked them. And they pulled their finger out and I got an A. So it was, you oh, know, fantastic. a very fast turnaround. That's very, yeah, that's a, yeah. <laughs> that's a big difference. And then I was sort of, then I was in a much better position. I was kind of seen by the teacher and given the attention. And yeah, you know, did that's my great. Did well, good it. on mum for doing that. Oh, yeah, my mum's amazing. That. I'm so lucky. But she's always championed me. I mean that's yeah. that one thing that I would say she supported a, your you being an artist yeah she didn't have any you, issues with that no not at all never oh, that's fantastic it's quite yeah. rare really parents are usually quite worried aren't they for their kids to to do yeah. something like art yeah. because they're like oh you're not gonna be able to make a living you're gonna be a starving yeah. artist <clears throat> yeah so that's really cool I was lucky I came from a family where well my dad was a photographer and my stepdad was in advertising and doing kind of graphics right um where there is a lot more money <clears throat> yeah historically in those jobs but um they both were very uh passionate about pursuing you know the idea that you pursue something you enjoy you're going to yeah, be working a great. lot you might as well like your job <clears throat> yeah so Absolutely. um yeah that was this that I, I didn't feel and my mum was really cool about it all she just said you know don't you don't have to work it all out straight away um Jen, her advice was if by 30 you could have it you know a good idea of where you're going and then knuckle down then <laughs> wow what a lovely like kind but, and open and beautiful yeah. <laughs> advice for a child because you're yeah. I, I think, you, there's so much pressure isn't there to like be like okay decide what you want to do now at yeah. that sort of GCSE level and and then you know even before that actually you know mm. kids kids kind of have to they have to make those choices and those options and they kind of feel that pressure a lot of them to be like what yeah. do I want to do with my life I think even so. more so watching my daughter go through school and she's really aware of like kind of what jobs earn you good money and yeah the amount of money you need to earn to get by and it there is a lot more pressure life's more expensive I was is, definitely yeah. moving through a time um that's quite different to now so I sort of feel like some of my advice is is tainted by that so I don't know how how useful everything I have learned is to a modern person yeah but yeah I think there's definitely there's you know stuff that you can yeah you can um yeah give give advice and help with it and that translates throughout the throughout the ages (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, think, I mean I really believe that the sort of the pursuit of um, a creative career is is lifelong so if yeah. you think about that then you're sort of like well you know you're kind of doing it till you're dead yeah but absolutely you don't retire do you don't retire. I don't and think by the time you're dead you're kind of or not by the time you're dead before <laughs> you're dead um, you feel that you've sort of achieved something that you believe yeah that you're of. happy with yeah um but I also think it's really that is that journey is slow and needs time, time to mature yeah. as a person and yeah. the willingness to kind of battle through no matter what. Yeah. So I think things like Instagram and stuff can give a very sort of uh, surface view of this journey. Yeah, um, absolutely. And that can be very disheartening as well, can't it, for people? Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Because you're like, oh my god, there's so many people doing the thing that I want to do. What makes me, you know, is going to be any better or you even the same as them? Shine and it in just... this environment. Mm. Yeah, it's just not about that. I'm really coming no. to understand that it's really not about that. I mean, Absolutely. making money out of doing art is uh... tricky. <laughs> it's difficult because <laughs> you know maybe what you want to paint, people don't want to 
by. Yeah. That's that can happen. That Absolutely, can happen. yeah. And 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 what do you at what at what point do you choose the money over the you can you probably can paint something people would like to buy, but will you love painting that? Yeah, exactly. So it's that balance, isn't it? Yeah, it's really finding a bit of a balance. And I've always been drawn to painting things that are quite colourful and lifting. So I fit more easily into that sellable work. People want to look at it. Absolutely. Um, So did you go to uni? Sorry. Yeah, I did a fine art degree. Okay. uh, In painting. In Cheltenham, it was a small. College. And that's how you learned how to paint, how to paint, and do the techniques that you do now. Or was that more of an experimentation? Yeah, process? definitely. Yeah. Started okay. painting the way I paint now. It was in its infancy, and I had okay. a really. It was a great uh, course because there was no house style. There was no like over. Okay. You know, this is this is us, and this is what our students do. We Got had yeah, yeah. abstract tutors figurative tutors installation tutors or like people you know being um, resident artists there um video and then we could move into print and sculpture we were allowed to move around a bit oh that's fantastic it just meant you sort of found the tutor that understood you and then you could go to them so I thought it was brilliant for that I've sort of realized I've got older that that's not how all colleges work and they have a very yeah. strong idea of how they want to be seen by the world outside and that's right what they foster in their students rather than the students being nurtured to find their own path yeah so mm. you, it's very lucky you found that course and yeah that's how you yeah. kind of generally kind of I didn't get into started. my first choice my first okay choice, I, I completely fucked up my interview Oh was no! So, it was so because you were nervous, or yeah, I was nervous. I was really naive. I just loved right. painting. Didn't really have anything more to say than that. But <laughs> I was really into. I mean, it's hilarious when I think back to it. But I was really into painting. We had a on-site life model at the foundation. I did so. She was always yeah. there to draw a paint anytime. Just you ready, just ready to go. Just ready, ready to, to whip her clothes just, off. Yeah, she just wandered <laughs> in a like a a gown. She was really I love this. And we could just go in and paint her. Um, so random. It was what a resource, you know, this woman willing anytime. And um wow. and she was really lovely. And um yeah, I just used to like painting her and but I always cut her head and arms and legs off. So she was pretty much just sort of you Poor know, dear. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but so I was into that and into paint and into cutting up canvases and sewing them together. And yeah. It's oh, okay. really great. Like, so kind of like William de Kooning. Yeah. Sort of Lucy and Freud. But I went into this interview and they were like, because I'm a woman, probably, they were like, so what does it mean? Is it about this? Is it about that? Like feminist right. issues. Okay. Dysmorphia plastic surgery the pressure on the women to, on women to look a certain way and I was just like oh my lord like no oh, I have no, no idea no. I don't know. I just thought and it looked good I pretty much said I don't know for my whole oh, interview god. and left oh, no. that and just like what have I done but <laughs> I think it was probably good because that sort of um university situation wouldn't have suited me I needed somewhere yeah. much more um free free yeah open and yeah I needed to grow up a tiny bit as well and it's it's really important like what you've just said because you kind of need as an artist to be able to express what your work's about in in words quite Mm. often don't you you have to give people like if you're doing an exhibition you need to kind of write some words to go with the exhibition or if you're doing a website or whatever you you need to kind of somehow express what 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 you're doing in words yeah and even it didn't have to be about those subject matters they were um reading into it but I just if I just said oh no it's not about those things I just really like paint and color and form I would have been fine but I didn't say that I didn't understand what they were talking about when I got back to my college they were like 
I mean, I I think they felt pretty bad because they hadn't even prepped me that, yeah. oh, you know, your work could be construed to be the, this or have these yeah. meetings. No one had picked up on it. I yeah. guess it's because they knew, because they knew you, they probably didn't even think that that would come up or whatever, but because mm. they kind of understood what you were doing. But yeah, yeah they should have maybe thought of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, so you did, you went to uni and mm. you got to experiment lots and make lots of cool work, yeah. I guess. And then afterwards, what did you do? Were you like, oh my God, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> or were you like, um, had, did you have a direction or what was your kind of, what happened? Well, no, I had no, um, I, we didn't get taught any sort of business models or like ways of, how to you know there was no information about how to get a gallery or anything like yeah that wasn't part of our course and I I believe that that is more of incorporated that they do now degree courses um now but what I found was we did a um we did a group exhibition so before things like of the affordable art fair there was nothing like that before in the early stages but there was a thing called fresh art which was aimed at graduate students showing their work in a central london space and it was all it was all the colleges from around the uh country and you were you know you were given the opportunity to be a part of it i don't think we had to do anything other than get the work there i'm not really don't remember how we did it anyway we all got to show a couple of pieces oh great yeah um, and I showed my piece and then my work didn't come back and I was like where's my work you know <laughs> and then eventually through the kind of you know no computer sort of situation they worked out that it sold oh, somebody wow, okay. bought it I hadn't you know really considered that could happen brilliant and then another company also contacted me and wanted to buy the rest of my work so I sort of sold my degree show which was amazing That's brilliant I, hadn't really... I mean did anyone else did anyone else in your year because um, one of the people that was scouting at these fairs yeah uh, was um pizza express who at the time in the early 90s and going forward into sort of at the end of the 90s they put a lot of energy into buying original artwork for their chain of restaurants so they yeah. really supported the arts and young artists so I ended up doing quite a few commissioned works for big corporate spaces fantastic um, but it wasn't because I'd gone out there and figured out oh that's where the money is for now it was yeah. just sort of I just everything fell into place I suppose in out there as best yeah. I knew and yeah the right people saw that which meant I could all what I'd do is I'd just go traveling and then come back and paint some more paintings <laughs> fantastic sounds like a good good time so <laughs> I, I do bar work waitressing like right. I, I did all the other things in between so that I had yeah coming in mm. okay so you so, kind of balanced kind of doing your painting with with kind of other jobs and things like that yeah. to, to kind of get some income so but yeah cause you... so that I could travel and have experiences like I wanted Absolutely, to go and yeah. sort of see the world yeah and where where did you go uh first I went to Thailand and Nepal and then I came back uh that was six months and then I came back for six months and then went away for a year and a half and went all the way through India and to Australia and then back to India and home. Oh, fantastic. And then I did That's that again for another couple of years, just worked and earned money, and then went and lived in New Zealand for sort of nearly two years. Brilliant. And then That's I hit so 30 cool. and went, right, it's never what mum said. It's time. <laughs> That's the time. You've got, to, you've, got to, you've got to start being serious now, a serious <laughs> adult doing serious. Serious what, I suppose what was interesting is that although I wasn't like intentionally going out into the world to like build my next stages of having a career that is what traveling did I met really interesting people I painted yeah. the time I traveled I always had like a little sketchbook where I'd keep little paintings going and stuff and oh, um, one of the person people that I met 
we just stayed in touch and she wanted me to have a show in Australia and she she sort of basically made that happen Fantastic. and that was just, and got made me get a website and business cards and so like, she kind of championed you really she was just yeah. like come on let's go yeah yeah, yeah. this oh, is she, so she she just had a she was creative herself but she also had this real vision of like what artists needed to do to get their shit together she's like I know so many creative <laughs> people and no one's making any money and she got into PR and she was like, what you yeah. need, you need a website. And I didn't know any artist who had a website at that point. This is like yeah. 2002. Wow. And you need business cards and you need a, yeah. like a branding. I was like, branding, it's painful. Like, what are you going to do to me? <laughs> I'm an artist. I don't fit into this world. She's going to spruce you it's, up. <laughs> Makeover time. She saw the future and it's me like, yeah. It was terrifying, really hard work, really challenging. Um, but I had a sellout show and yeah. continued to have sellout shows out yeah. there for quite a few years. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it was brilliant. That's so cool. So do you still exhibit in Australia now? Or yeah, I was just out something? there in March. Have I had another show. Um, oh, same area, but slowly changing, definitely sort of seeing that the way work sells is changing you know like the, it doesn't have to be a gallery oh, okay. like in we hired way? a warehouse and did it in there and it was back by a gallery um oh, well just changing things I mean I'm just sort of noticing since COVID especially there's been yeah. a real change in um buyer confidence so people are right. confident to buy direct confident to buy from seeing an image online right to a certain extent and um they want to buy direct from the okay. other because I think they understand not always they don't always want to do it but it's you know they they know that they are having that experience then of buying from the person who's made the work directly which I think yeah it's nice do you think that's people. do you think that's because they're kind of they've seen the impact that covid has had on like small businesses and individuals and they kind of want to maybe give back after that or do you think there's other reasons for that I think it's I mean I mean I work with some really lovely galleries and I and they pr promote my work and make it look lovely and they put a lot yeah. of energy into it so I can that works well for a lot of buyers but then there are some people maybe who are more creative themselves or a bit more confident yeah. in their own taste and they like to buy from the artist because they, right. they've already decided they want it they don't yeah. need anyone to sort of schmooze them into the purchase or yeah present it in a way that makes them feel confident yeah um, whereas you know when when a, you know in a really nice shop if you see something you feel like yeah I'm buying into this whole lovely yeah. experience but like with open houses you get people who just really like being able to chat to me or to someone else who's made the thing and and hear about it from the artist so yeah and hear the story and hear the kind of yeah all the background and how you made it and yeah, things like that. that it's like more common whereas yeah before, that was maybe a little bit more elusive and how do people find your work, find you and your work, if it's not through a gallery? Is it just is it just word of mouth Instagram or is kind Instagram? Of the main place or the open houses because I do my own open house now. Yeah, that's definitely promoted. Very lovely open house that I went uh -huh. to. <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so it's just kind of you know building up your kind of portfolio and your Instagram and and kind of making these connections and doing kind of your own I suppose an open house is if people don't know because some people don't know what mm -hmm. might not know about Brighton open houses they have them in other towns as well but it's basically where an artist opens up their house and generally it's there's a trail and a time of year so in Brighton there's May and December mm -hmm. and people have this little booklet and they can go around and go into people's houses and look at generally there's a group of artists who are exhibiting in each house 
and um, yeah, they get to see the art and meet a lot of the creators and the artists directly mm. and buy things from them directly, which is a really cool thing. And also you get to have a nosy at people's houses, yeah. <laughs> which, yeah. which, which I enjoy. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I answer as many questions about what colour I've painted the lounge or the dining room, <laughs> and what plant it is in the garden that smells in the <laughs> Those, those questions as much as like oh who's this artist or what's this yeah speech? but you have then you have moments I've met a few people this year who talked to me about my work and it was like they could see inside my head it was so oh, wow lovely to sort of really feel seen and understood oh, fantastic. and for it to feel like it had meaning and value to another human being it's oh, it's wow. weird because you I mean anyone who works in a creative way knows just how much you have to work alone and Mm. trust in your own practice that you are doing something like worthwhile and that other people will connect with yeah 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 that's so cool Mm. that's really cool that's such an amazing feeling when you connect when someone connects with your work on that level yeah and um and your paintings are beautiful they're um I'll probably I will obviously give a link to your website is it is it mm. beckyblair.com beckyblairartist.co.uk .co.uk sorry if people look on Instagram they'll yeah. see because I'm really lazy with my website I hate I hate <laughs> my website I shouldn't but it's just <laughs> another thing you know being self yeah like one of them I know always at the bottom of the list yeah absolutely and it's kind of one of those things that's never finished because you've always got something else to put up on it and then yeah. or, or you're like you get fed up with the design of it and you're, you're like oh but then I have to change it all but yeah it is a useful tool do people ever find you through your website or is it yeah just as you say Instagram um, I, think, uh, I think people maybe do go there as well it's good to yeah, have it not there enough. but my yeah. Instagram is much more relevant as far as what I'm doing and what I'm interested in because I can I can manage that that doesn't take over my life I can do a little post or a little story or reel or whatever it doesn't take long yeah tell people a little about what I'm into and they see maybe the latest work that I've been working on and that that's I think that's perfect doesn't yeah you just prefer it yeah have you got on TikTok at all or you (laughs) I really. it a couple of years ago when I could see it building I thought oh this is going to be the next big deal yeah I, just, I can't I I really resent being feeling that need so just yeah. one platform one platform yeah. do it nice yeah. and tidy mm. yeah do it well do one one of them well commit yeah. to one of them yeah, yeah I even just deactivated it feels quite controversial but I deactivated my Facebook did you so nice that's <laughs> crazy I didn't like did you it. feel a weight lift off you you were like oh it was just like <laughs> now because I used to have that feeling guilty feeling of like someone might have commented on something yeah. that has been posted via Instagram onto Facebook and I never see it and never like yeah. it never yeah. respond in any way I probably look like a real cold person <laughs> and but it's just I can't I can't manage all of that we just yeah you're just it's it's so much that you have to do as yeah as a freelance mm. person or an artist whatever like having to having to manage all those platforms is is can be quite exhausting really yeah. so I and like that idea that you've got of just fo- kind of focusing on yeah. one that's quite a, an interesting and it's something that I've only really noticed as a as I've matured through my career and I think maybe as the internet has become more and more like on us we have it with us all the time yeah um is that the 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 logistic kind of manager diary sorting stuff out head that you have to use for a big part of your job yeah has absolutely no there is nothing good about that when it comes to trying to be creative. You have yeah. to, that has to be out of the way. Absolutely, um, yeah. 
and I totally agree I yeah I cannot enjoy my work if I'm thinking about anything that's to do with emailing or posting anything yeah like, it's a different yeah it's a completely different yeah, yeah. wavelength isn't it to be in and you, yeah, it just kind of yeah brain, it can block you really, yeah like, it's I like think... that rigidity kind of thing and it's it's yes yeah, it's, it's too much I totally agree with no, you you've got to get into that sort of flow state don't you and you yeah and that that doesn't mesh with that sometimes not at all like I I mean I'm a big fan of a podcast I mean if I listen to something online um that's quite I like talking so that it's like I don't know about where the how the brain is made but whatever responds well to the talking even chatting to a friend on the phone yeah weirdly and I'm painting and I just go like I'm like love it chatty brain or back wherever that chatty bit is can yeah the podcast I guess it's like language and and it's yeah. lighting up those parts of your brain. I'm not sure. I'm not. I think is that the frontal lobe? Maybe. I feel like it. Yeah. I in, in, instinctively, I'm saying this bit. Yeah. And then something like really deep inside somewhere <laughs> that kind of <laughs> connects with like all the like other bits in your body. Yeah. I think creativity is a full a whole body. It is absolutely. Heart, I, you know, it's every. It's in the throat. It's everywhere, and that can then all just start doing its magic, and it comes out. Yeah. Hands. it's amazing. <laughs> do you feel like it's like a bit like a mystery where it comes from? Is it kind of, yeah. or is, do you feel like yeah? So you're just kind of, you're just completely open to what could happen on the yeah, canvas. I, is that what you do? Oh yeah, and I love all the sort of more ancient kind of um, concepts around. <clears throat> sort of divinity creative channeling you know being open to it that it's not you it's something you're actually yeah. channeling through your body from some yeah. bigger yeah Ooh. yeah absolutely <laughs> <Love all> of- <laughs> I'm totally into that <laughs> I believe it has there's so much to still be learned it's something that I'm really getting yeah. into at the moment with my own like working it all out but um yeah I think there's we have become so linear and so sort of um it's like we're moving along a straight line in the way we live and how we what we want want and attain and more and more and more and this sort of thing yeah and there's this massive fucking universe like there's this (laughs) and we don't know anything about it and it's all behind us and above us and below us and and Absolutely. that's my creative I think about creativity like that like when someone said oh do you know do you feel like you're kind of moving in the right direction are you att- are you getting to the places you want to get and I'm thinking I'm just slowly <laughs> you're just doing you're and just ex- being and doing <laughs> yeah, and ex- imagine like ex- rather than it be being here trying to get there I'm yeah. just like like the universe is like stretching and expanding oh wow that's what creativity is like there's no right way is there there's no wrong way it's all just your way and yeah you just gotta go with it like no one's gonna like tell you you did the wrong they can't it's not no they can't it's not yeah it's it's, uh, someone someone somewhere no matter what you're creating there's you know what almost nine billion people on the planet Mm. now i think so someone somewhere will connect with what you're doing. Mm. It's just sort of finding, finding those people, finding that that audience for what you're yeah. doing. That's the that's the kind of hard bit at the start, I think. And then and then that kind of builds and builds and mm. builds. And then you can kind of, you know, I'm I'm guessing you've got people who have multiple paintings of yours and really connect to your work. Yeah, I um, think. Yeah, I mean, I think there are people who come back for more. Yeah, I'm sure there are. <laughs> and what's the so so? Do you you do you take commissions? Do people come to you and ask you for stuff sometimes, or is it more yeah. like you do you make you you make the paintings and then you sell them? Um, I tend to um, I I, prefer, I sort of enjoy just making the work I want to make. I feel that comes yeah. from a very pure place, and yeah, absolutely. I'm the same when I buy art or stuff. I wouldn't probably choose to commission but I have quite a nice system with commissions so 
if somebody says, oh, I really want a painting, but I like this one, I'll get them to tell me which pieces of my work that they yeah. like. I don't want to yeah. see. <laughs> no else. one else's. I'm not going to copy I've those. had some really weird requests of like, <laughs> put Bart Simpson in or can you? I'm like, no. And I've never had anyone ask me to copy someone else's work, but um, yeah, I just tend to the brief either the homework I give them is like just come back with three images of, of my paintings that you love tell me what it is that you love about them tell me what the yeah. colors are that you love and tell me yeah. what size and then yeah. and then I sort of say it and after that point you're pretty much like if you don't like it you don't have to have it but I'm gonna yeah. do what I want to do and yeah we can have a bit of a conversation at the end if I've put in something that you think looks weird or yeah. gives you a bad feeling I can take it out you know because yeah. some people will see things you know like there's a banana in the corner I don't want to or <laughs> banana's too much for me no <laughs> exactly but you know there might be an area that they think is too busy and I'll calm it down right I see yeah uh, that's so, yeah really well so far but um that's yeah brilliant. yeah it's good mm. so generally you just get to kind of paint what you like and and people buy them and that's great not, not always the paint <laughs> I paint and no one buys them <laughs> um, do you ever know do you ever wonder like oh what's wrong with, what's wrong with this one yeah, if it doesn't sell like, earlier in my career I'd get quite like oh it must be bad or you know feel yeah. negative now I tend to if a painting that I really think is good doesn't sell I just think everyone's an idiot <laughs> because that's it's healthier yeah for me but I actually do feel like that if I think it's a really good piece of work I just yeah. feel like not that everyone's an idiot but the right person hasn't seen it yeah that's it the right person hasn't seen it you haven't quite got and there's going to be someone out there who would love it and, and yeah. treasure it and buy it that's and connect with it or would love it but can't afford it and that's something that I yeah. really struggle with I've tried I've been trying to work out is there a way where I could sometimes like do a ridiculously cheap price without pissing off the galleries that I work with or yeah. make it look like the work is worthless at that you know there's lots of it's tricky things. that with pricing I think isn't mm -hmm. it so is that is that something the galleries help you with with the pricing and I, I guess think, once you've reached a certain level you have to kind of keep it there for everyone yeah you have to keep a sort of an overall like so everyone's kind of got the same prices on the work so that it doesn't look weird and yeah the galleries will feed back about work if maybe they they don't think they can sell it at that price there's a little bit of negotiation but generally I'm pretty good at pricing stuff I'm I'm You've got a lot of experience I I expensive yeah they're not ridiculously over you know high price so yeah uh and art shouldn't be cheap you know you, it's not yeah. like you buy it's not a sofa you know even sofa's yeah. not cheap and you probably only keep that for what I don't know 20 maybe only 20 years but, but art is for life you buy art you're gonna be handing it yeah. on at the end yeah absolutely leaving it in the uh, will to to someone so you don't I don't think it's wise for it to be so cheap that it becomes throwaway absolutely yeah, yeah. It's a tricky one. If you had some advice for, I guess, someone to who wanted to get into your into what you're doing now, so creating work and being able to live off the sales of of the work, what would be something you would tell them to do? Would they? Would you? How would? Do you think they should approach galleries in a certain way, or um, I guess build up their Instagram first and then sort of do that? As a are there are there kind of are there certain ways in which people approach galleries that would be better than others? Is that a difficult question? <laughs> well, I think the part your priority when it well, it's hard to even yeah, I think, I think about... my personal opinion is that the art should be the most important thing. So work on Absolutely. your art, make sure yep. you're feeling that. You're not just going, oh, I want to paint paintings and sell them. Mm -hmm. You you should want to paint paintings and then work out how you're going to sell them. Yeah. 
absolutely um and then and commit to sort of the, the process of yeah, and enjoy it you know, for yourself like you yeah. like, love it because it feeds you yeah on a creative level before it becomes you know because it's a stressful thing to have your mortgage based on your selling a painting because when you don't she starts to feel a little bit freaked out and yeah it's a lot of pressure on your creative practice then so I think that there's a lot of building mm. but galleries in my experience don't like to be approached but that's just old school bollocks and <laughs> I think you've got to have some stones and go out there and just if you like a gallery and you think that gallery looks like the place I'd like to show my work do a bit of yeah. research I did it for yeah. a while I thought I want a gallery in London I did a load of research and went oh god I don't want a gallery in London <laughs> because Fair I enough. just thought actually I want to work with people I really like and yeah with him who get me and yeah. want to invest in me and yeah encourage me um so that's I only work with a couple of people at the moment which isn't yeah isn't the best business sense at all but um I'm just kind of comfortable with that at the minute I would like to do more things but I think getting confident to go out and approach galleries the worst thing that's going to happen is they say no like yeah, that's it. And I, do you think even if they do say no, you could ask them for some sort of feedback? Would that yeah. would, would some of them some of them be able to? Because I mean, um, I've heard of some artists, um, kind of you know uh, people switching careers to be artists, and they've gone to galleries and said, "What's what sells really well? What kind of stuff mm-hmm. sells well?" And then you can kind of, I don't know, tailor what you're doing to to what's selling potentially. And but still, kind of feel that creative. That makes connection. Me you don't like it. <laughs> and fair enough. Fair enough. It's just, I only have that reaction because it's um, it's that's more that's like illustrating then. And it is yeah. amazing. And so and like when I so you know my husband Ben's an illustrator and we talk yeah, about absolutely. being creative and yeah. I can't follow a brief. If you give me yeah. a brief, I will like do the opposite. He loves yeah. a brief, thrives on a brief, is amazing yeah. with a brief, like so clever and in, inventive. Um, and that's illustration. That's the that's yeah. where those two like things go like that. And yeah. painting what people want to buy is the death of <laughs> the death of art. <laughs> Because art shouldn't be about being liked. It should be Absolutely, about yeah. blowing someone's mind. And you're not going to do that if you just keep giving them what they think they want. But I wonder if um, on that, <laughs> if stuff's selling well... No, just hear me out. Please yeah. tell me to piss off afterwards. Uh, <laughs> it's just plague devil's advocate here. Yeah, yeah. If, people are, if stuff's selling, then that's somehow connecting to an audience, right? And so if you can figure out what part of that is the connection bit and what also what fits with you, because I'm not saying um, completely ignore, you know, your creative drive and what you you need mm-hmm. to kind of feel satisfied creatively, but also, but also kind of maybe doing a bit of research and looking at what, what sells well, that might help you in some way and have that kind of, and to connect more, I suppose, is what I'm saying. <laughs> you're still <laughs> no but I get it I totally get yeah. it because you're and I really like what you're trying to sort of figure out here is how to make how to make a living yeah being creative and that's it yeah you can and it's hard it's hard to do that there's so much competition totally, isn't it yeah and you can totally do what you're saying yeah you can it's an option um, it's an option and it might work for you and and they and you could make loads of money if that's what you want if you want to be yeah. you know up to your armpits in money and that would I don't hold that against anyone because money buys you things that makes life easy you know yeah. makes life easier but my personal feeling is that and it's because I can't do what you're talking about if you told me to paint a tree I'm going to go and paint a dog you know like so <laughs> I love that and that's always been a problem with galleries they're like oh we love your beach paintings can you paint some more beach paintings I'm like 
don't want to pay. Don't want to. Can't do. I don't want to. Can't do it. So I'm do triangles and fucking. I hope you can sell those. And then <laughs> here you go. I've done this instead. <laughs> Love that. A case with this gallery in Australia that I had probably five so solo sellout shows, like ones that were just a mental. The first one was just a total like just I just kind of like did everything and didn't care. Yeah. And the next one, I think I did flowers and she freaked out. Yeah. She's like, but you didn't do this before. I was like, yeah, I want to do it again. So then yeah. I did flowers, they sold out. Then I went back and I did beach paintings and and she freaked out. She's like, but they're not flowers. I was like, yeah, because we just, every time it was like. That is hilarious. Because people want you to do the same thing, don't they? They're like, oh, this is what sells. So yeah. we need you to do the same thing. But you just you just ha- you seem to have this just amazing bravery to to experiment and, and sort of I don't think just, even think it's not even bravery. It's it's like just something else, something compulsion. else inside you. It's a compulsion. If compulsion. I'm not interested, then yeah. I'm not gonna do it. I mean that's brilliant, and people but people love your work. People buy it all the time. Your, I mean, you've, your work's very popular. People can tell that I'm excited about something, and that that, but that's that thing, you know, when we're talking about like communication outside of the linear language thing. Is yeah. this is where I'm really getting kind of like excited about my brain likes to think about what is it that connects us and what is it. That, yeah uh, is those big questions yeah when you look at artwork and it you feel that really like excited buzz and yeah. it's the same when you hear music that just really you, you just love it um yeah what is happening then because it's not the there's it's not really the words there's some kind of sort of spiritual yeah there is yeah experience and I think if, when you're making work you're putting that into it and not yeah. worrying about what someone else wants to see, yeah. Then you're going to make something that has yeah. worth, and it might take a while, but I'm sure. I think that that's that's going to give you more in the long run. Yeah. But you know, just God, holding fast, work and... away. <laughs> I mean, outside of all of that, like whether you do it because somebody likes it or somebody, or it's what you feel inside the most important thing which I think loads of artists have got great quotes is like you've just got to do it if you don't do it it's never going to happen so just daily painting every day yeah drawing yeah any consistency and and action just chipping away yeah absolutely Um, without that you've got nothing yeah you know it's painting so so do you have any um, thoughts on when you get, do you ever get stuck? Do you ever feel like you're, you're, you, you can't create or you're, you're, you're a piece of shit or something? <laughs> you can, you're, not, yeah, you're, not, you're not able to do anything yeah. on that day or whatever. Well, I have a very lovely husband who yeah. helps me get rid of the negative thoughts and also just time out like if you're looking at your work and you're just going oh it's awful well maybe it is or maybe you just need to like have a day away and come back fresh yeah and also just um there are ups and downs and you kind of to have the highs you've got to have the lows and the low bits can feel awful but they're often the times that you like actually or you dig out some new little diamond of, oh, you know, but it just takes some time. And good ways of getting out of that rut is to, I I go out and draw people on the beach. Right. Or, you know, go and just draw, like actual just do proper looking at something and drawing. Yeah, um, observational stuff and yeah, getting and outside sort of just shifts the brain a bit and you so you feel like you're doing something your life isn't hanging on it it's not going to be the best thing you've ever done and you can just kind of like yeah wriggle through that rough bit yeah but yeah it's definitely not to dwell on it and don't feed it like don't go on instagram at that point that's the death (laughs) stay away turn off the phone awful that's just going to really like drill that home um, Absolutely. Talk to somebody you trust. Go and do some drawing. 
yeah and um and yeah like know that that tough bit will actually be the fruit of something good as well yeah that's great advice yeah it's horrible getting stuck and just feeling so low and not feeling like you want to create anything but I think it's just push, you have to push through mm. and as you say just do it maybe doing some observations yeah, and you, it's like they, you, you know you're you have to feed the well so like you've got to put good stuff in if you want to take the good stuff out so, absolutely yeah you know, go and do go for a swim yeah <laughs> just do something that makes you feel good yeah um, absolutely and yeah painting something you know when a painting's going wrong or a bit of work's going wrong yeah I used to like just you know really kill it with, <laughs> with just like oh, perseverance and actually now I know okay I thought you were gonna say like you stabbed it <laughs> like, well, I have, yeah I've sometimes put on some really mental music and just but like with the paintbrushes like really loose <laughs> just kind of get the angst out yeah and then go oh that that didn't work either <laughs> paint over that <laughs> um but it's good it's good to just you know remember that that painting can just be th- I, I throw paintings away now that's so such a revelation of wow okay don't just keep so you just break them up and get rid of them just strip the canvas off and put a new canvas on and go oh that's better <laughs> not looking at that horrible thing you know <laughs> sometimes I, you do have to give up on a painting yeah, don't you, you just know, have to it, give up it on it it's a lot to give up but there are a yeah. few stages before I go to that like I will yeah. try to salvage something or see some good in it or find something yeah. new but if it's really not working then I just bin yeah, it yeah bin it Bin it and start again. Fresh, fresh starts are always good. Sometimes a nice feeling just to allow yourself that is to go. It just didn't work. Just didn't work. Start Mm. again from scratch. Mm. Well, thank you so much, Becky. That's been a wonderful chat. There's so many insights in there. Chatting to you, we should just go for a beer as well without being. Definitely, we'll do. (laughs) All right, darling. Well, take care. See you later. You too. Yeah, see you. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed that episode with Becky Blair, the fantastic artist. And I hope you enjoyed those insights that she shared about her journey and how she got to the place that she's at today, selling her work and having lots of people very interested in buying it locally and internationally all over the world. Uh, if you want to download uh, the Becky's path to where she's got to today, you can go to becominganartist.co.uk and also don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you're on to this podcast. So um, I really hope you enjoyed it and take care and keep creating. Bye. <laughs>